Good morning and welcome to Mornings with God. Super excited that you are here today. Today, we are talking about how to get motivated when you're not motivated. (laughs) And this is actually a conversation that I had with a friend yesterday. And she was like, (laughs) she was like, Shan, I need some motivation. I'm not really feeling motivated. I need some motivation. And I was like, girl, uh, I don't know if I have any to give you because I'm not really feeling super motivated either at the moment, but we need to get through this. So we're going to talk about it. (laughs) And this is actually part of the part of the lesson that we're going to talk about. So after talking to her and talking to God about it and reading some scriptures and remembering other times that I have not felt motivated, but then I had to get motivated and all these things after thinking through this concept I wanted to talk to you guys about it because this is something that we all go through we are not always going to feel super motivated and inspired to do what we should do or what we've said we're going to do or what we need to do for us. Motivation is not a constant thing that we're always going to feel or experience. Our feelings lie to us all the time. Our our feelings change all the time. And so inspiration and motivation are fleeting. They're not permanent. And so how do we re-up? How do we get motivated when we are not motivated? And so I have three three things that I go back to and that help me re-up on my motivation and help me do what I need to do regardless of how I'm feeling. And so we're going to go through those today and read some scriptures that go back to and really help us with those three things. Cool? The first thing that I do when I am not motivated is I take myself back and remind myself why I started. And so for us, when you started something, when you decided to do something, when you were initially motivated to do whatever it is that you wanted to do, there was a why. There was a catalyst. There was something that you really that really motivated you to do what you're now struggling to do. And so for me, I go back to remembering why I started. Remember why you started. The scripture that I have for this is 2 Corinthians 5 verse 14. It says, Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. And so this is something that it says, for Christ's love compels us. In, in the Christian faith, this is what we go back to all the time is Christ's love. Our motivation behind everything we do should be the fact that God loved us first, that God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son to die for our sins, right? The quintessential John three sixteen that Jesus loved us so much that he was willing to go through the agony of dying on the cross for our sins, right? That is our why as far as the Christian faith and following God and everything that comes with that. And that why is meant to compel us to then live for him and do everything for God. We have to, number one, that should be our why that underlines everything. And for me, (laughs) I always think of, okay, well, Chantel, you don't want to do what God is telling you to do in this moment. You don't want to work hard. You don't want to get your life together and do what you need to do. But Jesus didn't really want to die on the cross for you. So get over it. You know, like that's how I talk to myself. Like, okay, well, you don't want to do this, but Jesus didn't want to die on the cross and he did it anyway. So you need to do that, you know, because the truth is your feelings are 
not always going to come back immediately in feeling motivated or feeling inspired. But what does matter is your conviction and your conviction about why you started. If you have a conviction that why you started is important enough to start and continue, then you will continue. And that is something that is super important. That's why you got to remember your why. We rise to the level of our feelings, but we fall to the level of our convictions. And so if you have a conviction that the why you started is big enough to continue, even when you don't feel like it, then you will end up continuing and fighting through that lack of motivation. And so that's why your your why, your motivation, initially, that motivating factor has to be so powerful that it can get you through when your feelings aren't there, when your feelings aren't cooperating with what you should be doing, right? So that's one thing I always go back and I remember my why. My why in doing a lot of the things I'm doing is, number one, because God loves me and because he wants me to do it. It's it's to follow God and to glorify God with my life. So that is the the number one reason. The number two reason, usually I think of the people that I can potentially help or the people that are hurting that I really want to help with whatever I'm doing. That's the second thing I usually think about. I I don't want to go back to God at the end on the last day and he says, you know, I gave you all of this talent to help all of these people and you didn't do it. I never want to hear that. And so that motivates me. It motivates me to help the people that God has given me to help. So I normally think of of that. And then the third thing I think about is the times that I really didn't want to do something and I went and did it anyway. And then it turned out really great. That's what I think about as well. So I go back to practical experiences that I have had that really turned out great even though I didn't want to do it. So those, I think, are the three main things that when I think of remember why I started, I go back to those three things. Number one, to glorify God. Number two, to help the people he's given me. And number three, those experiential moments where I know that I didn't want to do it, but it turned out great. So that's proof that this may turn out great if I just keep going and don't give up and and do what I know I should do. So that's the first thing. Number two, the second thing I do is to talk to someone who knows you. Talk to someone who knows you. We have two scriptures for this because there are two people that I think you should talk to when you are not feeling motivated at all. Number one, you should talk to God. (laughs) Shocker, right? Definitely talk to God about it. All right. So for that, we go to Philippians 4, starting in verse 6. This is the answer for everything, the literally everything, because it says in every situation. Let's read it. Philippians 4, verse 6, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Absolutely love this scripture. I believe this scripture is the answer in every situation because it says in every situation, by prayer and petition, present your request to God, right? And so you want to make sure 
that whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, you are talking to God about it. He is the first person that you need to go talk to about whatever you're feeling and whatever you're going through. You got to go talk to God about it. Pour out your heart. Don't worry about these formal prayers like, oh, Lord, God Almighty, thank you for this. And you do want to say thank you, but it doesn't have to be a formal prayer. I talk to God just like I'm talking to everyone else in terms of, hey, we're having a conversation and I'm going to be all the way real about how I'm feeling right now. I'm going to be all the way real about what I'm struggling with right now. One thing in talking to God that you have to remember is that God can handle your feelings. God can handle your struggles. God can handle your thoughts. He knows them all anyway. And so take them to him in all transparency, in full honesty, and just pour your heart out to God in the situations where you're not feeling motivated. One thing about prayer is that it brings clarity to us. Prayer will show us what's really in our heart. You're like, okay, God, I'm not motivated. I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to. Prayer will reveal the why. Why aren't you motivated? A lot of times for me, I'm not motivated. I'm not feeling motivated because there is a fear that is underlying what I need to do. And so really, it's not that I'm not motivated to do it. It's that I'm not feeling motivated because I'm really scared. Scared, right? I'm really anxious about what I should be doing. And so I don't want to do it because of that. And a lot of times when I pray, it reveals that fear and that anxiousness that's in, that's underneath what I should be doing. And then I get to talk to God about it and be like, oh, that's what was really going on. You know, priority, uh, priority. <laughs> I just, I just tried to combine prayer and clarity, (laughs) priority. No, clarity comes from prayer. And so when we talk to God about it, have you ever been talking to a friend and you didn't know exactly what you were looking for, but as you continue to talk it out with your friend, you were like, oh, and you always, you get these light bulb moments where you get it and you're like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what the problem is. It's the same with God. And then he will bring that clarity. He will bring that direction as you continue to pray and help you get back to that motivated place, help you deal with whatever is standing in the way of your motivation so that you can get back. Right. So that's the first conversation that you need to have absolutely hands down with God. The second conversation you need to have is with a friend who knows and loves you and preferably with a friend who is also trying to do something similar to what you're trying to do. It doesn't have to be the exact same thing, but a lot of times we can be tempted to share our big dreams with people who don't have big dreams. And that is not always the best route because people who don't have big dreams don't understand the fear and the weight that comes with going after those dreams and achieving those dreams. I think of, you know, Simone Biles yesterday, she withdrew from the gymnastics team competition. And she did that, she has said, as part of her mental health, protecting her mental health and and actually protecting her physical health. Because with all of the things that she does, there's no way that you cannot be 100% mentally there without hurting yourself physically. And so she said that and, and come out and discuss that. And it's really sad because you see all of these people 
criticizing her and saying, well, she should have sucked it up. It's the Olympics saying that she wasn't strong enough, saying all these critical things about her stepping out of the team competition. And it's really hard to watch. It's really hard to hear people saying these things about her. But the truth is that 99.9% of those people who are saying anything about her have no idea the weight and the pain and the things that go with trying to achieve what she has already achieved and is trying to continue to achieve. They have no idea. And that's why they can find it in their minds and in their hearts to even think about criticizing her, let alone it coming out of their mouths, right? That's why, because they have no idea. And so for us, while we may not be on Simone Biles' level in whatever we're trying to do, because I know I'm not, (laughs) the same principle still applies as far as be careful going to people who don't have big dreams and who are not really working to have their dreams come true with your dreams because they are more likely to criticize, to say something that is not encouraging because they don't quite understand the weight and the fight and the perseverance that it takes to achieve those things. So preferably the friend that you're going to speak to is number one, someone who loves you and who supports you and is also trying to do something with their own life and knows the struggle that motivation can be sometimes. And the scripture that we have for this is Proverbs 17, 17. It says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. I love that a brother is born for a time of adversity. And so when I am struggling with something, I go to my, I actually go to my sisters, my physical sisters, but I also go to those people who have become brothers and sisters in the faith and who I see as those supportive brothers and sisters that I can go and actually act like family and they treat me like family and they support me like family and they're going to understand what I'm trying to do and help me get my motivation back. Right. And that's what yesterday was for me. I sat down with my friend Marisha and we just talked through everything that we're going through that we're struggling with. And you got to have those talks. You got to have those talks with people who are also trying to do big things and who understand the struggle it can be sometimes, but believe in you unquestionably so that they can help you get back on track. So that's the second point. Talk to someone who knows you. Number one, talk to God. And number two, talk to that friend who can support you in this journey, period. And that will help you get your motivation back. Now, the third and final thing to do on how to get your motivation back when you're not feeling motivated is to do one small thing after another, to do one small thing after another. And I always think of Frozen 2 when it says there's a song about doing the next right thing. And that's what we're talking about here. Do the next right thing. Do one small thing after another. And the the scripture for that is Proverbs 14, verse 23. Proverbs 14, verse 23. It says, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. All hard work brings a profit. I have all underlined in my Bible because it doesn't matter how big or small something is. If it's difficult for you to do, that's hard work. That's hard work. In some, it, it might not even be physically hard work. It might be mentally hard work. It might be emotionally hard work. But any hard work you do, all hard work brings a profit. 
you start out doing one small thing after another. Do one small thing that you know you need to do. One small thing that you know you need to check off the list. What do you want to do? You have this big dream or big goal or something that you're not motivated to. That's fine. What is one small thing that you can do to move you in that direction? Do that because you know why? Your heart will always follow your feet. As you start walking, as you restart walking towards your goal that you're not feeling motivated in, your heart will start to feel motivated again. You'll start to check off things. You're like, oh, I feel accomplished now. I want that feeling again. I want that feeling again. And then you'll continue to do one small thing after another, after another, because again, a lot of times when we're not feeling motivated, there's an underlying fear. There's an underlying anxiousness. And so as you continue to walk, you will earn your confidence in conquering that fear and you will want more of that. Just doing the next right thing, knowing that anything that you do will lead to some sort of profit. And then what do you do? You take that profit, not necessarily monetary. You take that profit. You take that opportunity. You take that feeling of accomplishment. You take that motivation, that little thing of motivation, that little thing of faith, and you take that profit, whatever it is, and you reinvest it into what you're doing. You reinvest it into more steps like you just took, and you continue to do the next right thing. Thing. You continue to do one small thing after another, and that is what creates momentum. The hard thing is that when we stop, then we have to restart and restart that momentum all over again, and that makes it harder. But when you do the small things one after another, after another, after another, then you you finally you feel like you start going, you start rolling along, and then you have some momentum. You're creating your own momentum. So I want to encourage you, whatever you're not feeling motivated about, just figure out what small thing you need to do in order to move towards that. And then do that one small thing. (laughs) And that's it. After that one small thing, do the next small thing and the next small thing and the next small thing and continue to do the next right thing until you are feeling motivated and excited about what you're doing. As you're continuing to pray to God, as you're continuing to talk to your support system, as you're continuing to remind yourself why you started. And so all three of these things go together and that's how motivation then becomes a lifestyle and not a feeling. It's because when you're not feeling it, then you go back to your actions that are going to re-up your motivation. That way you can consistently live in a motivated state of action and not feelings. Cool. So that is our broadcast today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I will see you next time. Talk to you soon. Bye.